This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Shotgun snap, pick it back. Look left, nothing there. He dumps it right into the flat. And Najee leaps over a defender, gets inside the 40, and a first down at the Raiders' 37-yard line. He leaped over cornerback Nate Hobbs, who said, where'd that guy go? How about that? When Najee hurdled Hobbs, it was like, wow. I, w- I was really impressed, Max. I'm telling you, that's, uh, that's a scary move because if that guy straightens up at all, you know, you catch one where it, it, it hurts, <laughs> uh, you're, you're going to do a little flipperooski too. Yep. Set, center pole in the tent there. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a new one. That's a new one on me. <laughs> but who who who's the hurdler you mentioned? Uh, oh, Ronaldo Nehemiah. He was an Olympian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was I was like, oh my god, okay, Wolf. I see you watching track and field. Yeah, I got a little. <laughs> do you ever do you ever try to jump over those hurdles when you're like in high school? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I wasn't was very, very good. Was the low hurdles. Lesson. Oh no, I I tripped yeah. over them. <laughs> Forget the high it hurdles. Was, it, hey, it was good for warm ups when you could swing your leg over the side of it, you know, right, and you just right. go back and forth. It's great. It's great for it's great for the hamstrings. Great for the hamstrings. <laughs> unless unless but, you get caught on the thing. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's why you make sure on the lowest setting first. Yes, well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, we got yeah. some calls, Zero buddy. Let's, let's, go, let's go to the call line. Let's go to the call lines. All right, we got Ozzy from talk. Kansas. Yeah, Ozzy, you're in the locker room, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. Hey, Merry Christmas to you guys as well. Um, first off, my condolences go to the to Franco's family. Yes. Um, just thanking the good Lord mm-hmm. that the Steelers won to honor him. Uh, I got goosebumps right now just thinking of the victory against the the Raiders. Uh, also, I'm down here in enemy territory. I'm not from Kansas today. I'm from <laughs> Texas, unfortunately. And uh, so uh, I do have a story. Uh, me and my wife and daughters went to a church that we go to down here. When I first met her, we go there. And uh, their praise and worship singer came out and was talking about a miracle and the miracle of uh, the cowgirls getting to play against the backup quarterback. And <laughs> so some of the people in the congregation were cheering and everything. And, well, uh, you know, me being a loyal Steelers Nation fan, I, I had to give the boo. So <laughs> some guy behind me started laughing. So I, th- <laughs> I think he said he was a Chargers fan. I think I overheard. But uh, <laughs> just to let you know, I was representing black and gold yesterday at church down here in enemy territory. Love it. Love it. That's about <laughs> So, hey, I love you guys. Uh, like I said, uh, my my good is Cam Hayward. Mm-hmm. Man, yes. what passion. What Man, he ran out with that flag. Man, that gave me goosebumps as well. Yep. But the way he played, that that is what Steelers football is all about. He, re- he not only represented himself, but Franco and, and you guys, all you legendary guys, all of you guys, not just – not just you, uh, it was at the honorable mention pro bowlers you guys were talking about the other day. You guys are legends <laughs> yeah. in my mind. Oh, you're too famous. kind, brother, and we, so, we love you, appreciate yeah, you. Uh, as, but, uh, as I always say, Max and I represent the all-alternate team. 
We bag up the guys no, that back up the guys that I don't back look up. at <laughs> As a fan, I don't look at that. You guys are all pro bowlers to me. Uh, bless your heart, um, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank but you. now the bad, I'd have to say Boz. Boz's, Boz's, uh, this I'm not gonna say is I know it's windy and chilly and all that, but he's a professional. He's kicked it, in the, and you're in your home stadium. He struggled this year pulling it to the left, and and you guys are talking about if he missed or not. Yeah, they replayed it, but it was like a football's width. Just I mean, there wasn't much. I mean, he barely missed it from hitting I the really, outside part of that. Yeah, thing. I I I I promise you, Ozzy. I looked at that thing over and over the forty-three <laughs> yarder, and I got the tell. Yeah. I got the TV view, and it looked like it nicked the inside of the left upright. You know, I mean, I'm just I don't. Maybe I'm. It's the the I, you know the guy in me that wanted the Steelers to win and everything like that. Could yeah, be, but definitely. it sure looked like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the ugly, Terrell Edmonds. I know you get caught up in the moment, but, man, you got to stay off the field. That's the rule. They just said they went over with the players and coaches this week about that rule. You can't go out on the field celebrate if you're not in an active player. I mean, that's – I mean, come on. I mean, I like Terrell, yeah. but, man, I know excitement get caught up in it in the moment, you know. You guys have talked about that a few times. As a player, coach, a fan, we all get caught up in the moment. So I'll forgive him for that because we got the W. But, <laughs> but yeah, you're glad. That's all I, I got to say. Oh, uh, thank you so much. But you, you know, here's the thing about it: it's a, it's a teachable moment, and I'm glad he learned, and Definitely. it didn't cost the Steelers a game. You know that. Yes, sir. Now we. I think I heard the Dolphins and Chargers have to lose out, and we have to win out to get in. But I I just we got Franco up there. And uh, the mojo. We got the mojo. We got some mojo nation going now. That's right. Go Steelers Nation. Love you guys. Have a happy new year. Safe and happy new year. And safe travels to Max. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was pretty good. 412 919 1316. Yeah, you know, the thing about it is uh, you've got to remember, even in the midst of all the calamity and all the. The chaos and the, the emotion on the sidelines. If you're not dressed, you can't celebrate. It's like, oh, oh. Anyhow, yeah. Right, here's one of the things that, I, I want to talk with you about. All right, I was watching okay, the film. Go. Kevin Dotson doing battle with Andrew Billings. I'm telling you something, that was fun to watch. I mean, you're talking about 350 pounds or so of, of a mass human being in, in uh, Andrew Billings. And Kevin Dotson, I'm telling you what, when he's dialed in, when he's focused, he's he's a terror. He's an absolute. I'm telling you what, the guy is really when he's locked in, he is is very dominant at times. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, you you get you you get the big boy matchup, right? Yep. Um, in the middle, because you already know what's happening on the edges, and you know, even though. Chandler Jones got injured and left the game. Was that halfway through the third quarter? Yeah. Um, and, and Chooks was having a day with uh, Max Crosby, but that 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 the the Billings Dotson matchup, especially trying to run the football, man, you're talking about it, it, it was it was honestly it was sumo it was sumo, it was sumo fighters with, uh, with Yokozunas, the Yokozunas. Yeah, that's the, the grand champions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was. Man, I was like, thank God for not having a diaper and having on uh, actual game pants. Thank you. But Oh, it would have been cold out about, there. Yeah, it would have been. Hey, listen, it's cold out here, guys. But um, <laughs> but 
but the fighting that they had, I mean, it was just, I mean, the maneuverability. I mean, Kevin, I mean, Kevin Dawson was creating a lot of force within a lot of space to be able to get uh, Billings rocked off 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 target. Uh, which I which I which, which I was like, man, this this is actually going really well. You can see on a couple of those zone plays. Yep. I mean, he covered him up and wouldn't let him. You know, because sometimes when you when you're going play side on play, right, you're getting the hat on the front side. Sometimes a skillful lineman can kind of can kind of quick rush you. I mean, it's like a quick swim where they actually right. come backside of you, and then they come back underneath. They wrap underneath behind you. So. The one good thing was there was a couple of times where Billings really tried to tried to do that, and Dawson just stuck to him like flypaper, yeah, yep. and, and and just created the wall, which was which was what you want to get to as a lineman. If you feel that pressure, you're going one way, and the D lineman wants to go in the opposite direction. He's not he's not matching your force. That's when you have to say, rut row. He's <laughs> trying to do something slick, and you had to you had to wheel your hip around to make sure you stay in the wall position because if you don't. You, you end up looking like you're blocking nobody, and the D lineman looks like you never engaged him because he'll slip and, and come right back around underneath on a play. So that is a great great heads-up play by Kevin Dotson uh, on a couple of those to make sure that he stuck to the defender. Um, but, yeah, it, it was a big matchup. I mean, some of that you know some of that straight bull rushing that Billings was giving Dotson, Dotson was able to absorb, gather, and, and reset himself and reset his base. I thought he did a good job with that. Um, not too much pressure. There's a couple of leaky pressure late when they started to twist. Yeah. Um, but but I felt like he, I felt like Kevin Dawson had a really solid game, and he continues to just get better and better. You know, he, he there he, he all he's got to do is just stay the course. This kid can really be good. I mean, I I and look at him healthy. and the things that stay he healthy. yeah stay healthy and stay locked in. I think sometimes he gets into the game maybe I don't know. You know. Uh, the, a little up and down, but he's really leveled out and started to really play solid in my book. I mean, I just just watching him and Billings go at it, it was like, wow, this has got to be like, a, a, well, it's a classic Jurassic mediator matchup right there in, in and of itself. But the other guy that we had another great matchup was Chooks for with uh, Max Crosby. But, you know, before we go to that one, why don't we get – let's go back to the phones because we got Circus George here. Circus George, you're in the locker room. Well, hello, gentlemen. Hello. From from chilly uh, Forest up? Hills at my stepdaughter's house. All right. Nearby. Oh, okay. Yep, I'm up here for the week. Got out of work. Feel like I'm playing hooky in school from school. So it feels good to be uh, relaxing a little bit and spending time with my grandson. Beautiful. Anyways, uh, first did you make the do, game or, or did you watch it at home? Oh, come, come, no. You think I would come all the way up here? I was <laughs> lamenting it last year when we were here for Christmas that, that we were away. Oh, okay. In Kansas City. All right. All right. Yeah. I got tickets. Of course, yeah. my cousin from Baltimore bailed on me. He's a Ravens <laughs> fan. He was going to come to the game. He bailed. So I was stuck with an extra ticket and. I had a guy from Italy show up, first time in the United States. He was a Steelers fan because he plays for a local team in Italy, north of Rome, called the Steelers. Ah. I've always wanted to come and watch the Steelers ah. play. So he's freezing his butt off. And I gave him a couple of my uh, hand warmers. But anyways, there first thing go. I'm going to do, I'm going to start from the ugly side because it's, it's directed at the fans. You bums didn't show up. You had a guy from Florida show up and sit there before the game, through the game, and walked back to the parking lot across from the Bayern Theater 
from Florida, and you had a guy from Italy do the same thing. And you guys, oh, it's too cold. It's too cold. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little you know, garbage at them first. It was a big game. Anyways, the good for me was the timely interception. Defense as a whole, but the timely interceptions by the secondary was very impressive. Just, just with the, you know, the, the perfect drop of medicine at the, at the right time. Yeah. The bad, I kind of had toss-ups on the bad. I don't know what Kenny was looking at when he threw the pick. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. That was bad. I thought bad was going for field goals, not kicking them, going for the field goal in that win. I told my wife, who's not a big football person, I said, this game is not going to be about kicking or throwing the ball. It's going to be about how well you run and stop the run because it's not good weather to do the other two. And I think I, I'm standing yeah. my ground. Even though the game-winning play was a touchdown throw, I thought Najee had a nice game, so I'm giving good to Najee there. But uh, bad, I didn't like going for the field goals, especially that far away. I'm like, nah, the wind is swirling, it's cold, the ball is like a, a brick, and you want to send it up in the air accurately? Mm, not so much. But, uh, what a blessing it was to go and uh, – be there with the fans that did show up and see the honoring of Franco at halftime. It was that was just super cool. Wasn't that and cool? That was so gonna special. Gonna carry man. that with me for a long time until maybe the Alzheimer's really sets in. And then uh, I can maybe look at it and see who was that and why was that there. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. Uh, it's good to hear your voices. Merry Christmas, Circus George. Appreciate yeah. you calling, brother. Yeah, Merry Christmas, George. That's awesome. All right, the number's 412-919-1316. Guess what? Just checking in from Chicago would be CR. Are oh. you still there? Oh, did he go? Hey, hey. Oh, you're What's there. Going, okay. You... Yeah, I'm here. How you guys doing, man? Good, CR. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Merry bud. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you and your family. Hey, guys, we really appreciate you guys, what you've accomplished this year. Uh, without you, Steel uh, Nation would be lost. So thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, and bless you and your families for the holiday. Now, let's talk some football. <laughs> I am so excited about this game, man. I'm telling you, uh, it was totally awesome. I was on pins and needles there for a minute, but, uh, you know, Franco was upstairs, and I guess he uh, he had a immaculate reception upstairs, and when they welcomed him, he said, hey, we got to win this game. So we won the game. Uh, three people, the, the picket to picket, which is our future, which was awesome. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, Sutton, hey, do not leave out Sutton. Sutton put the seal, seal of approval on that interception, and then Connor Haywood made sure the seal was deal. I mean, the deal was sealed. So uh, it was a combination of everybody. Uh, just so excited. Any comments, real quick? I know you got other people. Here, out here's there. the thing. I want to throw this out to both to you and to Max. Max, I think instead of the Meatball Express, we got to call Connor the Polar Express. Huh? Okay. Yeah, I like that. There we go. The Polar Express. There that was go. a great 21-yard run at the end to seal the deal. I really enjoyed that. That was nice. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was no, looking, I, uh, yeah, I agree. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no I was saying I, ahead, I, I agree. I think I think it needed that. It needed that all-inclusive type of but type of energy and effort. And I thought Connor had a very timely reception when we needed it most just like his brother on the defensive side was really dealing the damage all night i mean it was nice to then see it, it become a full circle family affair with connor um helping out in the process so that, that's all i'll say you keep going cr 
You are absolutely correct. Hey, now, let's, real quick, I know the OC people have been talking about it, but let's talk about this play for a minute. They set that play up. They had the tight ends. Which they had play? The first tight what end, play are you talking second, about? On, on, on the run, on Haywood's run. Oh, yeah, they, the they had jet the, sweep. Yeah, they had yeah. the first tight end, second tight end, third tight end, but they had him back to the tight end fullback position. And then when he went into motion going to, from right to left, Everybody expected them to give the ball to, to, to Najee to run up the middle. That's what they assumed. And the OC called that play, and they ran it around the left end, and the rest, of they say, is history. What do you think about that specific play and the details of it? Well, what I, what I like about it, Max, tell me what you think about this, but the fact is the jet sweep, it, it does more than what a lot of people think it does. You know, when you have the guy coming in motion and so forth, it's really about you're, you're really – setting the stage for something to come later on, you know, on another play. You're simply putting into yeah. mind of the defense. You got motion coming. They're communicating. They're adjusting a half a man or inside eye, whatever. And you you look at these adjustments and you take it into context for what you're going to do later on. The jet sweep isn't just about handing off to a, a back or a wide receiver running behind the line of scrimmage and trying to outrun people to the corner. It does more than that. And I think – the culmination of setting it up and then having Connor do this, and, and you know, in week number what, sixteen or whatever we are in for this game, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, 16, 16. 16. Yeah, I, I can't. You know what, me and Matthew, we just don't go together. But regardless, you know, all season long, you set this up, and it was a great call at the right moment, and totally bamboozled mm-hmm. the Raiders. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Max. Matt. No, yeah, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I think this is. And this is where we talk about like the gamesmanship and the stra- and the stratagem that goes into play calling is you have to be able to run something early, show them a front, show them a motion, and see how they play it. And then you run the same thing again a little bit later. Did they adjust? Mm-hmm. Did they not adjust? Oh, they didn't adjust. Well, guess what? When we run it the third time, boom, we're gonna hit we're gonna hit them with the haymaker. Right, look at the right, look at the right, boom, here comes left. Then that's what it was for Connor. You set it up earlier in the game. They think it's coming. They start to tighten down. They're like, oh, we got to stop this this middle lead or any type of you know A to B gap rush. And then boom, it pops off the edge because guys squeezed in too much. And I thought it was perfect play calling. And this is now starting to see what Matt Canada is trying to do, um, uh-huh. trying to get accomplishes. You're actually setting plays up from early in the game so you have late time success and i thought that was set up excellently all right so appreciate you guys you guys are so smart i really appreciate you guys <laughs> right. hey uh, uh, <laughs> real quick that's something hey. that i've never been accused of so don't worry about it well, well, okay you 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 smart you smart in, in the kitchen when it comes to, to testing food and all that kind of stuff. And, and you say you can't you, – your, your counting is messed up, but I bet you can count the amount of donuts on a plate by looking at it from a mile away. You know what? That's my superpower, man. I can pick out donuts. I can pick out the most chocolate-chipped chocolate chip cookie on a plate of them who's got the most chips in them. I can uh, – just boom. Okay. It's a gift. I don't even have to work at it. Hey, guys, real quick, I know we got other people. Hey, man, for the last three weeks, I, I've been to Atlanta. I've been to uh, to Charlotte. Uh, all that stuff was fun, meeting so many people out there. Hey, still the nation is off the chain, man. We took over in all the different places we went. Want to shout out to Juan and some of the other people I met coming up on the phone. Uh, just it's so much, so much. I really appreciate everything. Beautiful. Shout out to my boy Juan. And uh, I'm going to get out your way because I know other people up. There we go. Out there. So in the meantime. And in between time, 
Here we go, still is. Here we go. I also got my t- my shirt. Hey, I- I'm sorry to cut you off, but I also got my towel signed by Donna Shell. So that was exciting, too. All right. You know what? Oh, Donna Shell is a legend. Yeah. And I can tell you that. Yeah, he was in Charlotte. I still have a mark on me somewhere where he airmailed me when I was a rookie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> we laughed about you. Well, we talked about you a lot, and Donnie Shell is in agreement. Get you around the kitchen, and it's, it's, it's fire for everybody. <laughs> so that, that was great, man. Take care, hey, guys, brother. Love Appreciate you. you. Love you, man. Okay, you take care. All right. Shout out to Juan and all my brothers. All right, Bye. you got you. All right, All right, and that's, that's CR, CR from Chicago. What do you say, Max? Should we go to break? I believe we should go to break right now. We are going to come back with more of your calls here. Remember, 412-919-1316 is the number to hit me and Wolf up. Let us know you're good, bad, and the ugly. Also, game balls. And then, of course, we now have the mystery solved of the phantom kick. It was not good, so Wolf can rest easy or still uneasy because he still thinks it's in there, but okay. Anywho, we'll handle all that and more when we come back here in the locker room. Wolf and Starks, ESPN and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, we got Connor Hayward. He's on the jet sweep. He's up the field. He's over the 35, gives himself up as he crosses the 40. And that winds clock to 14 seconds, 13. And you know what that was? That's the Meatball Express right there heading up the sidelines. And with a heady move, gave himself up and let him run the clock a little bit. And the Raiders don't even call a timeout, and that's the end of the game. Final score, Pittsburgh 13, the Las Vegas Raiders 10. And indeed, Connor Hayward now the Polar Express. After that great run, coming out 21 yards, seals the deal. That was just a great job. By Connor Hayward. Okay, so we're going to go back to the phones. We got Cuban Dan from North Carolina. Cuban, what's the weather like down in North Carolina? In my mind right now, I'm in the Florida Keys, so it's 80 <laughs> degrees. But it's, <laughs> it's been, it's, it's, it hit us too, brother. It's, it's been plenty cold. It was in the teens uh, for the last few days, and I think this morning when I got in the truck, it was about 30 degrees out or something like that. So. We're feeling the pain, brother. And I can tell you that when I was watching that game from the comfort of bed, drinking a, a nice a nice hot drink, I was really – I wasn't as sad that I wasn't there for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But it, it happens. Hat, it happens. <laughs> yeah, man. Hats, hats off to all the people that could make it and endured that. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that the weather played a second to, to a game like that. Um, did y'all by chance see the um, the whole uh, when Derek Carr threw that interception? It was on the 32 yard line. Uh, Cameron Sutton caught it on the opposing 32 yard line with 32 seconds left on the clock. Whoa! Wow, that's did, what, I didn't see, see that. Did y'all see that? No. no yeah, no, I did not. Yeah, I, I was scrolling through my Steeler pages this morning, and that came up more than once. And I'd, 
You know, I'm usually not one for for things like that, like for coincidence or or whatever. But I saw that and I was like, man, that kind of that that kind of hits a little bit. Okay, now wait a minute. We got from the 32 yard line where the ball was snapped. Derek Carr threw it from that the, behind the line of scrimmage, and it was intercepted at the 32 with 32 seconds. Did I, think, I get that I, right? I I think he threw it from the 32 yard line. It got intercepted on the opposing. 32-yard line, and there was 32 seconds left on the clock when it was thrown. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to check that out. That, that yeah, would be I something. My, I, I haven't gone back to actually watch the tape, so my journalistic integrity might be in question. So let me, put, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me just put that out there before someone calls and checks me real quick. But I, I'm going I'm to say that that's what I saw on social media, and we'll, we'll leave it at that. What do you say to that, Max? Hey, listen, you know I was all about the numbers anyways, Wolf. Right? You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Earlier going into this game and just the symbolisms. But that would be super-de-duper uh, freaky there. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I'm going into my official game log because now for journalistic integrity, yeah, I got to know. I, I got to know. Uh, wow. So so how about yeah, this, let, Wolf? Let me, Here we go. Me, Here we go, guys. Let me know what – so the, so the play actually snapped at 36 seconds. So yeah, it's realistic that he he actually could have could have intercepted it, you know, at 32 seconds, right? Because you know, I believe two, it was. Two, two, two. I believe what I read was that it was thrown at 32 seconds. Okay. Okay. So he had four the, seconds. The, the threw it at 32 let it seconds, go yeah. at 32 seconds while he was on the 32 yard line, and Sutton took it in. At the opposing 32-yard line. Yeah, so they had the ball. Let's see. Okay, so here it was. Abdullah gets it to the 29. First play was an incomplete pass. So so technically he could not have thrown it from the 32-yard line because the ball was placed at the 29. So it was the 29, not the 32-yard line. Well, then forget everything I just said. Never mind. Yeah, and then 36 seconds is when the ball snapped. Now he could have intercepted it at 32 seconds, or the ball could have been thrown at 32 seconds. Yeah, that I saw a picture of, and it was intercepted at the 32. That that I okay, I can confirm. I can visually confirm, unless that was a doctored photo. Yeah, no, I, that yeah, could no. well be. Now as we we look at it, and you you never know. It's like you say. Well, um, the ball might have been snapped, but when did he throw it? Was it a couple seconds, three seconds, four? You know? Yeah, it looks like guys. Yeah. Looks like uh, Derek Carr threw the ball with 32 seconds on the clock. Cam Sutton intercepted the ball at the 32 yard line. No way! You got confirmation okay. on that, there according to the go. ironclad source that is the internet. Yes. <laughs> Because <laughs> the, the, the internet, whatever you read on there, you know it's got to be Abraham true. Abraham Lincoln the with the famous quote, if it's on the internet, it must be true. And I'm a uh, French yes, model. Okay. Honest okay. Abe said it. Hey, hey, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like when Scarface said, even when I lie, I tell the truth. That's right. Even when yeah, I lie, right, I, tell right. I tell the truth. Yeah, exactly. Max <laughs> and I are French models, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah then we are. <laughs> Hand, yeah, hand, hand models. models. Yes. Hand models. Says here online also <laughs> that Craig Wolfley has an immaculate head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so does Cuban Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Bald is a bowling ball. Hey, man, you know what? At least we can rock it. At least that, we can own that. That's right. That's right. As that's I was, right. I was okay. used to tell Touch. 
I tell, I'll say this. I always used to tell Tunch, I used to say, hey, this God gives each man just so much testosterone. If you want to use yours to grow hair, so be it. Yeah. <laughs> you clearly you, you clearly use yours for size. Yeah. It looks great on you, by the way. It looks great on you. That's not a that's not a tear. I love it. I love it. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanna drop this little thing on you and then I'm gonna let you guys go. I'm sure there's other people that wanna get on the phone or whatever and other things you need to talk about. I was just telling Wes, like last week <clears throat> him and Moats were talking about their uh Christmas traditions. And what Wes, one of Wes's uh, traditions was <clears throat> to have steak and lobster for Christmas dinner. And I don't know how long they've been doing it, but apparently it's been going on for a while. So I proposed that to my girlfriend. And last night we had ribeye steaks with lobster tails and mm. some shrimp, oh. some mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. And, oh, some, yeah. and some asparagus with shaved Parmesan cheese on it. And oh, let me tell goodness. you, it did not disappoint. <laughs> and you all being on the food network that you are, I just thought you'd really like to know that. You know what? You made absolutely. me jealous. That was absolutely fantastic. Right, we're like going to break for lunch now. We'll talk to everybody <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're out of here. Thank you, Cuban exactly. Dad. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, Cuban have Dad. A, have, a, have, a, have a great New Year, guys. Take absolutely. Care. Happy New right. Year to yeah. you. Happy New Year. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Could you imagine that? Steak and lobster sitting there. You got a little asparagus with some Parmesan and all kinds of woof. I mean... I mean, just take it steakhouse ready right there. There I mean, you go. Use a steakhouse. What you got at the at the house? I, I, uh, I take it the the Eulers might be doing some hosting next year on Christmas. It sounds like. <laughs> uh, well, now that we know what the tradition is, thanks for sharing, Wes, ahead of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Tell Cuba, us the day after you. He missed one. He missed one crucial part of that as well, too. Though you have to have Die Hard on during dinner. Oh, Die Hard oh, on. Yep. Which yes, one? One or two? Absolutely. Oh, the ori- the original, of course. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, the one that's not a Christmas movie, you know. <laughs> They're all Christmas wrong. movies. Come on. We used to hey. we we used to make a big brunch on Christmas Day, and we'd we'd watch Goodfellas while we cooked brunch and ate brunch. But that is, you know, that was like back in our our early to mid twenties. And now we've 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 classed it up a little bit. We do steak and lobster for dinner with a screening of Die Hard. <laughs> well, hey, listen, listen. However you get there. You got to the destination. Because here, listen to me. Last night at Benihana, uh-huh. I, w- I went with the ocean treasure. Ooh. So lobster scallops and colossal shrimp Ooh. You know, with, with, with a little hibachi rice extra egg, uh, of course. And, uh, and then you do a, a, an extra side of the shrimp saute. So, Ooh. you know, I, 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 got, I got my, uh, my, my crustaceans on as well. My crustaceans. Um, You're speaking the language of love there, brother. Yeah, did not did not have the beef though. I didn't have this. I tried to get the the, the hibachi beef rice, which is sp- uh, spicy hibachi beef rice, but they were so backed up. I was like, just give me the regular hibachi rice. I'm oh. cool with it. Oh, that Throw might a little have been worth waiting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was our it was already an hour late. So oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, there's yeah, only so was, much you can tolerate. There's only so much patience. You told me seven o'clock. I show up at seven o'clock. Then you tell me it's an hour after that, and then I get it at eight thirty. Oh. I was like, and, and they messed up the beef rice. I'm like, listen. Whatever, just 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 shovel it in there because we got to go. <laughs> just put it down, man. Just put it down. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Well, we yeah. went. I, I love Faith. Always makes breakfast. You know, I mean, and you got the eggs, you got the sausage, you got the bacon going. Oh, I love that. That's just like 
it's the coup de gras, man. And then it's always culminated with my uh, my mother-in-law. Uh, she brings out, she makes these fantastic cherry pies. Oh, I mean, Ooh. oh, I'm telling you, I love that. She she makes a pie for my birthday. You know, she makes a pie for my Christmas present. I'm I'm got to do battle with the kids. The kids are all trying to. Raid Dad's cherry pie, and I got to stand guard over it for crying out loud. Now, when I go home after doing the show, I got to watch out because they probably raided it, and it might be gone by now. You know, that's See, that's that, how that's, that's how why you got to have the secret hiding place. Wolf. Yes, I we know. We to talk about this. The kids hey, smell I got, it out. I have a mini fridge that I have down in my man cave. Okay, that's where I store all all oh. the bits and bobbles of good stuff. And, it's like if I if I want to make sure I get some of my wife's French toast bread pudding right. that was left over from yesterday, I go hide it in the fridge downstairs. Now wait a minute, Quincy and Waverly there. aren't hip to that. They don't know that 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 ruse. They, they never see it. That's the whole point. Uh. They never see it. And then there's a separate microwave down there, so I heat it and eat it downstairs in private. You know, like 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 I'm somebody hiding You're the out. Man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. You have to do is because because Quincy Quincy's the one. Like she'll she'll seek out all the good food. <laughs> and she'll be like, Oh, Daddy, I'm hungry. Oh, can you just heat this up? I'm like, I don't want to give that to you, but uh, you're my child. <laughs> Can't take food out of your mouth. But if you never know there's that food to put in your mouth. I technically never took it out of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like there you I, go. I, there's, yes. I there's gotcha. a way of looking at it and spinning it to my advantage. <laughs> uh, you got to spin it right. Yeah, I can understand. I thought we had more. I thought we had more of this. No, sweetie, we ate it all yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. They move on. You know, it's, it's got, you got to trick. You got to trick. It's, it's, it's the little things. I mean, it's not lying, you know, but it's just it's a detainment of the full truth. Right, right. I got you. Okay, now now yeah. one, one part was a diversionary. We had a Dutch apple pie also, so I put that out there like – you know, like you, 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 the kids all like there you go. they jump on. Throw it. the bait. That's Throw it. The bait. That's bait. Throw the bait. I got the bait there. out there. The Dutch apple was delicious. It was wonderful, but the the cherry pie is the piece de resistance. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, l- l- listen, listen. There's nothing better than cherries. So you know, I, I think I think that was a good that was a good ploy. But the problem is, I feel like Maximus would definitely sniff out the cherry pie over that. You know, you're exactly correct. You know. Uh, yeah. By the way, everybody was was rolling about the fact that uh, Maximus gave you a hug, and everyone said it was like a bear encircling Max. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one Max was way bigger than the other Max. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yes, when we dropped this you is, off at the hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. No, th- this is where you know it, it was it was a merging of the Maxes, and just happened to be one was. <laughs> More maxed out than the other max, you there know? You <laughs> it was a thing of beauty, that's for sure. Yeah, it was. No, All right. No. We... I enjoyed the ride. Yeah, yeah. we did. Uh, yeah, that was a fun ride, especially getting to me was the funniest well part. that was you yeah. know i didn't realize or well, i forgot that they shut down all the streets going towards the stadium and all the streets going away from the stadium are wide open and i was like okay we got to maneuver around to get max here and we did we finally got yeah. to you but it you know it took a and, little and while I, I needed and i needed every minute of that to unthaw my feet because <laughs> my, my left foot was oh. frozen it felt like i was like oh my gosh i had to take so i'm sitting there in the lobby of the uh of the press area right sitting in and one of the handicap chairs, like taking off my socks oh. and my boot, and trying to just 
put both my hands around my foot. They're like, Max, are you? I'm like, I'm not picking my feet. I'm like, I'm trying to warm them up. Like the, like the, like the toe warmers didn't even do it any justice because I was out there so long. So I'm trying to let, like just heat it because my foot, it, you know, where it's, it's that numb pins and needle. Oh, feeling. I hate that. Yeah. So I was, so it was just, and, and it was just, it was messing with the way I was walking. So I was like, I had to do this. So I was on the phone. I had the phone pinned up to my ear, talk, talking to talking to the good lady Faith. And <laughs> she's giving me a status update of, of, of you and where you're driving. Yeah. And I'm like, that's good. That's good. Okay. Oh, another couple minutes? Sure. No problem. Because I'm like, yes, hopefully I will be able to feel the warmth on my feet at some point by the time it's time to walk outside. So. It timed up perfect. It was good. It timed up but, good. Oh, beautiful. But after hearing about my foot story, let's go ahead and take a break <laughs> uh, while everybody kind of thaws out on that one. But uh, when we come back, <laughs> we'll continue. More calls. Remember, the phone lines are open, 412-919-1316. And we'll continue talking about the good, the bad, the ugly from Saturday night's immaculate victory against the Raiders here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers show blitz. They bring five. He's back. Big rush. Steps up, throws it under duress, and it is... Intercepted! Cam Sutton takes it away from Hunter Renfro, and this is bye-bye ball game. How about them apples? You know, I'm looking at a picture of Cam Sutton flying through the air, intercepting that ball. He's somewhere in the vicinity of the Steelers' 34-yard line. You don't know, you know, like when he crashed to the ground and that rolled to the 32, and Maybe, you know, the, the, I don't know. That that intrigued me, the fact that you got the you throw in from around the 32, 34, 36-yard line. You got 36, 34 seconds left, 32 maybe. I, and, and that, I mean, it just keeps coming up. It's kind of cool. No, it, it is. I mean, and that, that that's when we talk about the numbers. Like, the numbers all have some type of symbology to it, right? There's a symbolism involved with it. And you know what, whether it's true, whether it's not, you know what, I, I feel like I don't want to let the truth get in the way of a good story. So we'll say 32 <laughs> seconds, 32-yard line interception, and we'll go from there. You know, let's just put it all to bed. I'm not worried about your truth and journalistic integrity. Let me have my fantasy right now. That's it. You know what? You're right. Don't let facts stand in the way of a good story. This is a good story. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's an excellent story, Wolf, and that's what we're sticking to because I feel like, you know, th there's always so many different things. It was a key play moment in the closing seconds of this game to effectively shut this game out. Yes. And the play of Cam Sutton, the focus, right, run to the football and good things will happen, right? Absolutely. The Joe Pa spirit just reverberating in Franco's ears, which allowed for the immaculate reception to happen. And then now we get this type of result at the end of the game on the anniversary. And in memory of Franco, we have a decisive play that ultimately leads us to victory. Good thing is we didn't have fans running on the field. That, that was a good. It was too cold. It was well, too cold. No, yeah, nobody wants to be out there running. And, running with and, the and, who, and, and 
Exactly. And who wants to go corral them? You know, if I'm the police officer, I'm like, listen, I didn't sign up for this. I, I secured the field until the victory happened. I'm off the clock. You know what I've been like? All right, go ahead and have fun. Just don't tear down any goalposts. We're good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me, let yeah. me, let's wind up with this because in the building blocks of a quarterback, there are moments that you have to come through if you want to attain to the stature that uh, you hope to someday. I mean, if you want to talk about one of the characteristics of a franchise quarterback is the ability to, uh, like I was talking about earlier, you can pull it together and pull your your, your team, their, the fannies out of the, the collective fannies out of the fire at any given time because that's what great quarterbacks are able to do. For Kenny, this was an opportunity as he went down the field putting together seven for nine, 75 yards, running that offense, and then he dials in and throws to George Pickett on a beautiful, beautiful uh, flag, uh, flag or post route over the middle there. It was just just a great throw. Um, he pulled it together when he needed to pull it together, and those are big building blocks, are they not, Max? No, they, they are. And, and like you said, you, you, you stack big-time moments uh, upon themselves. And that builds the resume. That builds the experience bank to know that, A, you can do it, and, B, you've been successful at doing that same thing. You know, <laughs> like right. that's what it, it takes. It, like in order for a diamond to become a diamond, yep. right, you have to take that, that piece of coal and you have to put it under pressure. And that's, that's what we want to see. How do you come out of those pressure moments? Do you become a diamond or are you just smash coal? You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. like yep. that's what we're waiting to see. If that can happen, can you harden to that fact with with those and successes help build that they help build the character, they help build the resolve and the resiliency, the grit, all of those intangibles that you look for in quarterbacks. You have to put them in those moments to see if they can rise to the occasion or do they or do they wither away. And right now, Kenny Pickett was big in that moment. Got to have it drive. Got to have it moment. No time left you know, for another drive. This is the drive. <laughs> this is the only drive. <laughs> and to and to construct that and now you have a game winning drive under your belt in this fashion just continues to build the confidence of uh of Kenny Pickett. Absolutely. You know, and it's it's not just Kenny Pickett, but it's the guys in the huddle with him. You know, part part yeah. and parcel of having that sort of uh you know, and, and again, Kenny's we're not even talking about anything near a finished product. We're not talking about anything other than the fact this is a first stepping stone towards what could be, you know, I mean, a a uh, a huge career. I mean, he could, you know, you've got to have these moments if you want to be that franchise quarterback. Well, it's more so it's a rookie not acting like a rookie. Yeah. Right? Yep. It, it, that's a good point. He's he's not act he's not acting rookie-ish. So, I think that's what you kind of have to look at it through that type of lens that, okay, yes, he's a rookie. Yes, he's going to make mistakes. But guess what he didn't do? He didn't make a mistake in this moment. He did everything absolutely right. He found the right reads. He got it to the right receivers. And the ball was progressed and traversed and matriculated down the field in an expeditious fashion. And that's all you can ask for in a quarterback to be competent. And the good thing is, is that he's young and gaining competency in that process. Absolutely. Oh my goodness! You know, there's yeah. so much, so much good in that whole thing, um, and and you look at it, and it builds those those stepping stones. I mean, and you've got to have that confidence 
all the way through the huddle. And the belief is it starts with the quarterback's got to believe in himself, and then you've got the other people got to believe in that quarterback. And that, obviously there was just some good stuff going on there. That strike to, to uh, George Pickens was so beautiful. I kept I watched it on the I got on the screen here and it just watched it in a loop, man. He just dialed that one in. It was so good. Man, that was just sensational. All right, I'm gonna leave this last thing with you. Uh Warren Sharp put it out. Set from inception in nineteen thirty three to nineteen seventy one. Twenty five of thirty seven years sub five hundred, zero playoff wins. Most of any team, right? Twenty five of thirty seven years of sub five hundred. The Immaculate Reception was the first ever playoff victory for the Steelers. 50 years since, most wins in the NFL, only seven years, sub-500, and six Super Bowls. So that is what the Immaculate Reception meant to the Steelers organization. That's why it was celebrated. That's why the number was retired. And I know Franco's in heaven rejoicing. So I will end on that for the show today. You have been in the locker room with Mr. Craig Wolfley, and I'm Max Starks and Wesley Euler behind the board. That was the bell lap. Remember, tomorrow, same bat channel, same bat time here on ESPN and SNR Radio. You will be back in the locker room. Have a great rest of your day.